It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's time for Takes on Takes. You know the drill. You give us the takes. We give you a take on your take today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. A few minutes ago, I placed my very own DoorDash order to get my favorite local meal from Smoke Pit here in Charlotte. Should be here before the show is over. So a big thank you to DoorDash for lunch. Place your order today using promo code LOCK23. Stay tuned later in the episode to hear more from our friends over at DoorDash. Joe, um, the show correctly picked the New England Patriots to cover the spread last night. They know they, they they covered six points by nine. I guess ten points is what they covered by, really, because they won my, the game. My Patriots. So you got to sit here and be loving this too, because obviously the Buffalo Bills are in the AFC Wild Card race. Heard about Steelers it. next two games. You know who they're in? Who is it? Who is it? Colts and, and Bengals. Tom, somebody well. somebody's taking else. Somebody's taking L's, yeah, but it gets a little complicated because also somebody's taking dubs, right? <laughs> right. A bunch of losses. Can everybody lose? It's so. it's like you what what you need is the cannibalization of all of those teams in the AFC conference from like yeah. six through ten. Eleven. And I think the Bills are eleven. Right, but if the, well, yeah, you don't want the Bills to be a part of the cannibalization. Yeah. You just want them right, to win right, football right. games. So um Colts, Steelers, Bengals. I, I know the the Bengals themselves are playing some meaningful football games. They play the Colts this week. Uh, they have the Steelers, of course. They have the Browns. So that AFC North, we called it the other week. The uh, attrition there is going to be very real. And the question is whether the AFC South can boost themselves up off the backs of the Tennessee Titans and get three teams in or not. All right, Kyle. Well, the good news is our takes to start. Uh, we got some Steelers stuff, some Patriots stuff to get into right off the bat. Let's start with this Defensively one. Defensively bad football. User, user bunch of numbers. We're leading off with that. The Tomlin era in Pittsburgh will come to a mutual end this offseason. Simply put, the last five years have not met the standard questionable coaching decisions and draft classes with Colbert. Have created a team with a limited ceiling and no clear pathway to becoming a serious contender. Tomlin could use a new environment to reinvent himself. A trade with Washington for multiple draft picks could be a win-win. 
That's fun. Big splash for the commanders with new ownership there. That'd be really fun. Isn't it kind of from question. there, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. I have a quick question for you. I'm not sure. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, he's went to William & Mary. He's from Hanta, Virginia. So yeah. there you go. The legendary status of Mike Tomlin is what? As a head coach. Never what? You're looking. He's I'm never not sure won. what you're trying to prop. He's never, never had a losing won. season. 16 consecutive Thank winning you. seasons. Yeah. Or there was there was an eight and eight in there in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, oh, they said the last five years have been below the standard, right? Which is going back to that eight and eight season in two thousand nineteen. Joe, how many seasons have the Steelers had a positive point differential in the last five years? I know the last three they haven't, so maybe one or two. One, when they went twelve and four and started eleven and zero. And Chase Claypool tweeted, losing, never heard of her. And then they proceeded to lose the rest of their football games that year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I think the concern is you look at Pittsburgh, and even when the start of this stretch, when they were bad offensively, they were still a top-five statistical defense. Now, they're 21st in yards this year. They were 24th in 2021. They were 13th last year. They're still good from a scoring defense perspective, but their point differential the last three seasons has been 22nd, 24th, and 22nd. Their yardage difference has been 25th, 24th, 22nd. Excuse me, has been 25th, 19th, and 26th. So the hard thing to struggle with here is Pittsburgh is notorious for continuity. Is this the straw that breaks the camel's back with a first-round quarterback that got hurt? I think you can certainly lay the blame at Tomlin's feet for keeping Matt Canada. I don't know. I don't, I, this I don't, is, I don't this know is where I go with it. Well, I, here's where this is where I'm at with it. I think I think he's run his course in Pittsburgh. I, I certainly won a lot of games, had had a lot of success, but uh, I, th- I think he's run his course. They've missed the playoffs for the last six years, five of the last seven. If they miss this year, they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. That's the tenth long, uh, longest drought in the entire NFL right now when it comes to playoff wins. Their their Super Bowl win was 2008, his second season. It's been a long time, right? They've they've settled into mediocre. Can he get them out of it? Maybe. But maybe the reality here is that it's best for both parties to go in a different direction. And um I I I would support it. I would support it. I think I think you kind of watch this team and they feel overmatched a lot. I feel like their formula for winning is not necessarily something that leads to championships and if they want to be the Iowa, the NFL, like, okay, go ahead and do that. But I'd want more if I was Pittsburgh. I would take. Yeah. And it's it's not from a stylistic or how they play the game perspective. But if Pittsburgh moved on from Mike Tomlin, they would probably have the same pang of regret for an extended period of time that Philadelphia had when they moved on from Andy Reid. How long was that? How long did they feel that, though? I mean, it seems like that got on the rails pretty quick. They went through, what, Chip Kelly, and the next thing you know, it's – it's Peterson and Sirianni, and they're back as a contender every Andy, year. Andy coached the team from 1999 to 2012. And it went 10 and 6, 10 and 6, fire chip, 7 and 9, 7 and 9. Doug Peterson in that magic season when they won the Super Bowl. So it was it within five years that they won the Super Bowl. So I guess that's maybe that's not the proper perspective, but then. The way the Doug Peterson era ended kind of gives you a 10-year block 
where you had one big time run. But then you see Andy go somewhere else and create something that's very formidable. I guess did, is the did part Andy goes did but did that happen or did he get Patrick Mahomes? Did did Mike Tomlin have Ben Roethlisberger and now he doesn't? Is I mean, how much of this is just quarterback driven? Bill Belichick, amazing with Tom Brady crap okay, with that. Okay, so then so then why are we laying the feet at Mike Tomlin's laying the blame at Mike Tomlin's feet and saying that we need to move on from Mike Tomlin if it's just okay? You guys because need I, to go get a quarterback. I think he's he's missed the last three attempts of finding a quarterback to replace Ben Roethlisberger. Have they made three? Have they? Yeah, I would see. Really made three? They made one. They made one. First, Kenny Pickett, right? A first round investment in Kenny Pickett. They paid. Yep. De- decent amount of money to Trubisky. No, come on! I was going to get two year, fifteen million dollar deal. That wasn't a serious decent uh, amount of money. And, and, decent by, amount. Of by money. the way, Trubisky was buns last. night. Right, right. Everybody <laughs> thought he had one year as Josh Allen's awesome. backup, and he figured the whole thing out. He didn't. We ran on the first play. I was like, all right, absolutely dude, just run the ball. Awful. I just – sometimes things have run their course, and you got to you gotta switch it up. I think that Pittsburgh's destined for mediocrity in the AFC. It'd be right there, right, just like they've been. Okay. How's this? If – Pittsburgh were willing to do what the Titans are doing with Mike Tomlin or, or with, with Mike Rabel. Would you still want Mike Tomlin to be there on the other side of the transition? But don't, don't you watch Pittsburgh and just feel like they're not a, a well-coached team, end-of-game decisions, game management. Um, yeah, they get a bunch of bad attitudes. Lack of aggression. Right, like you they see that all the, the time. They don't have a quarterback. They play like they don't have a quarterback. I don't know if you want to if you want to win eight, nine, ten games every year and not like have deep postseason runs. All right, keep doing this. But what's going to be different? Is Probably it, bigger than Mike Tomlin is getting a, a real quarterback. Is is this the argument for not trying to have sustained, like trying to minimize your cycles, your team life, your team life cycles? I, like, is it maybe, better to have know. actual peaks and valleys to build up as compared maybe. to? Maybe steady. Because how do you, how do you not have the same conversation about uh, John Harbaugh at some stage? I think that's different. I think Baltimore is more circumstantial than it is. Man, they're in it every year. They they've. I bet you he's had more success than Tomlin. But but again, he's got Lamar Jackson. Tomlin has to find his next real quarterback. Same thing with Tom, with with Belichick. You got to find your next real quarterback. Tomlin was a much better coach when he had Ben Roethlisberger. By the way, John Harbaugh, uh, first five years as an NFL coach has nine playoff wins uh, since thirteen. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Not including this season, he has two. So nine playoff wins in his first five seasons, two playoff wins in his last ten. I just there's a there's a sniff test when I watch the Ravens. I don't feel like I don't feel like they're situationally a bad football team. I, when I watch Pittsburgh, I think they're situationally a bad football team. Okay, so that's what it comes down to for me. Are right, we somehow right, we have yeah, so yeah, much more to get to here today? We want to go in show here, way long on on that. Uh, I think they should move on from Tomlin. But what you should do is check out DoorDash. I'm obsessed, folks. The convenience of DoorDash is unmatched especially in our busy lives, right? We're all trying to figure out when we're going to get to the grocery store, when we're going to make dinner, 
all that type of stuff. Well, DoorDash will bring you dinner right to your front door. They'll bring you groceries right to your front door. In fact, there it is. My smoke pit order. Here it is. Smoked sausage, barbecue slaw, and baked beans. That's what I love to get from my favorite local restaurant, which is Smoke Pit. They'll bring you food from all your favorite local restaurants, and it is just crazy, crazy convenient. What's better than time, right? That's what it saves you is time. That's what I love about DoorDash. Got a deal here for you. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change terms apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. All right. Let's see if we, what, we can get on track what else here. have? A lot. We're Drew, on track. Despite... Well, the whole point of the show is just chaos. Yeah, but we have more so better chaos shape. to get into. We just We spent a third of the show on the damn Steelers. Uh, Drew says, despite the Thursday night win, the Patriots will still end up with a top three pick, draft a quarterback, and that unlucky quarterback will have to deal with the locked-on NFL scouting's 2024 worst-rated roster during his rookie year. Hmm. I like that we circled this back to the content that we create. That's that's a nice plus. Um, So from a Tankathon perspective, it's been a while since I've visited Tankathon, which is kind of a a rare experience to be, be in. I got bad news for you. If you're New England, you're only a game behind the Jets. And you play the Jets again. You play them. You're going to beat them. Beat them the first time. Because you beat them the last 15 times. I think you're going to be the third place team in the AFC East. For starters. At a minimum. What game is the the Jets going back to Zach Wilson at this stage? There are five remaining games. Are Houston. This week, don't feel great about it. At Miami, don't feel great about it. Home against Washington on Christmas Eve, maybe. Mm -hmm. At Cleveland, at New England to close the season. So the winner of that Patriots game gets third in the division. Correct. I think so, because I I don't think they're going to, I don't think the Jets are going to win another game. So then you have New England at three and 10, and this is just, in the AFC East, they beat Pittsburgh. They got Kansas City, Denver, at Denver, at Buffalo. They're not winning those three. Right. But all they have to do is so beat the Jets, right? They, you just, but it's, the point is, I think they're both going to lose out until week 18. Then somebody's going to get a win. And I think it's going to be New England who's going to beat the Jets again. So mm-hmm. you're already going to finish behind the Jets. Then you've got other teams in here like what is, well, if Washington wins, against the Jets, then that means they're going to have five wins. So the New England would not pass them. Arizona's got San Francisco, Chicago on the road, Philadelphia, and Seattle, and they have three wins. Are they winning another game? I don't think they, I don't think New England makes the top three. I think they're top six. I don't think they make the top three. 
So all that to say that you disagree that they're not going to have a top three pick. And so the rest of it's, are they going to have the worst rated roster going into next season? They got a chance. I think they'll, I think they'll move and shake enough stuff around where they won't be the worst. I would take the field. I don't think they'll be the worst. There's some bad losses. I would take the field as well. Marv says the best course of action for the Patriots next season would be to trade Bill Belichick for a day two pick, hire an offensive-minded head coach a la Ben Johnson as their new head coach and offensive play caller, draft either Caleb Williams or Drake May if possible, and retain Mayo as the D.C. Yeah, that's exactly what they should do if they could pull that off, right? Why would Gerard Mayo stay? Why wouldn't he? For a new regime. Because he's probably going to be a coaching candidate. He's probably already been promised the Patriots. Okay, but I okay, but the best course that's not what he said. They're not predicting it. He's saying the best course of action. Wouldn't you say that's the best course? Trade Belichick for picks, draft one of those top two quarterbacks, hire an offensive minded head coach, and keep Gerard Mayo. That's the perfect scenario for the Patriots. I don't think it happens, but that's not what he's saying. If you're not gonna do if you're not gonna do the Patriot way, sell me on Gerard Mayo being the the right keep at defensive coordinator then. Because it really That's does fly in the face of a lot of. I'm just trying to talk all the way through it. If you're going to bring in a new coach and you're going to totally flush the system, does keep does the a one lot thing of that's good? Keep the one thing pressure that's good. Okay, well, we don't know how much of it is Gerard, and we don't know how much of it is Bill, and we also have seen with the trends of the game right now. When you go against top flight quarterbacks, do they do they struggle with this? Style of play that New England's putting out defensively, yeah. I think they've, they've, I mean, that they give you some defenses. Talk some to me more about what trouble. Josh Allen does. Talk to me more about what Josh Allen last does. time. What held Miami to the lowest points they've had all year? They just held That's to Herbert true. to six points. What are you talking about? Herbert, They're Herbert's reasonable. thrown to me and Keenan Allen. <laughs> with the, Will Clapp starting on the offensive line. Come on, bro. That's what you're hung up on is Mayo is the DC? <laughs> I'm saying no. I'm saying no. If you're going to change it, just I think change this the is whole clearly, thing. This is clearly their best change course the of action, thing. keeping that guy as the DC. Dolphins Craze says Dolphins and Bills fans should want Belichick and Sala in the AFC East for as long as possible. We can agree on that, right? Yeah. Keep those guys Ooh. around forever. Sign them the lifetime deals. Please, God. Kevin says well, two he, year every day. Well, he actually he, to Dolphins craze defense. He does say keep Joe Douglas as well. Uh, Kevin says two year every day or first time taker. The Cleveland Browns have a top 10 trio of GM head coach and assistant on opposite opposite side of the ball. And Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski and Jim Schwartz, the Cleveland fans that want to fire this regime are insane. And a bonus food take chicken wraps are far superior to a chicken sandwich. I agree with that. Let's, I like chicken let's wraps. start with that one. Let's start with that yeah. one because there's a lot to unpack in the other one that he gave us probably where we're not going to be able to confidently come to a conclusion. So let's start with chicken wraps. What kind of tortilla? Better. Just a flour tortilla. Do you like flour? Do you like the, the green, like spinach ones or the no, red flour, tomato, basil ones flour? Yeah. Just flour. Do you do any, do you, do you do any kind of uh, sauce on your chicken wrap? Whether yeah, it's my favorite like, thing uh, is Italian dressing. So a little lettuce, zesty. tomato, chicken, carrots, what's Italian the, dressing. Yep. What's the cream with like the chives? Ranch. Oh no, no chives! Not, get, get the chives out. What? 
Chad's you thought I didn't man. know what ranch dressing was? I don't know. You said creamy. I seem pretty obviously, Kyle. It's ranch, bro. Yeah, let's not overcomplicate it. All right, let's, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> I I think there's a lot to like about the core and nucleus of the uh, brain trust of Cleveland football operations. Top now, ten, though. See, this is where it's it's impossible to narrow the field that much, right? I don't know if I agree that Kevin Stefanski is a top 10 head coach. You can convince me on Schwartz for sure. I don't know. Barry, have we seen enough? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with this. That the, That's definitively a top 10 trio. And that's why I didn't want to get it. I just wanted to glaze over and do the, yeah. the chicken wrap thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in love Thank with that take, take, to be honest with you. Yeah. Thank All right. Take. We got a bunch more to get to here. Stick with us. But, folks, you got to check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sports the format is incredible it's just you against the numbers it's not you against thousands of other players including pros and sharks all you do is you select two or more players you pick more or less in their projected stats and you place your entry that's it doesn't take long picks can be made in under a minute and then when you win the withdrawals are super super quick one of my favorite things about prize picks is that you can cross pollinate between sports so you can have some football over under or more or lesses that you like there's projected stats you might like in basketball hockey you can Lump it all together to make an entry. So check it out. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hit me. I'm excited. I'm excited for this next one because we've heard from some Bucks fans that we're not happy that we didn't classify a Kalijah Cansey in our uh, rookie roster reclass uh, this week. Okay. So we'll, we'll get another chance. We'll get another chance here to either disappoint them or make them happy. Here's the take okay. from Tyson. I've done the research on this one, so this is the one I'm really ready for. Mike Evans should make the Hall of Fame after clinching his 10th 1,000 receiving yard season in a row. But due to his lack of monster years and no all-pro seasons, balloters will fade this, this take. So here's the information that people need to know. He's 30 years old. He turns 31 in August. He's 35th all-time right now in receiving yards for the NFL with 11,437 yards. He's 13th all-time okay. in receiving touchdowns with 91. Now, keeping in mind, there's only 10 players ever to have more than 100 receiving touchdowns. If he has 1,000 more yards, he goes to 23rd all-time. 2,000 more 17th all-time, 3,000 more 10th all-time, and 4,000 more 4th all-time. I don't think right now, I don't think right now he's a definitive Hall of Famer, but his career's not over. I think if he has a couple more seasons of like, I'm not even asking for 1,000 yards. I think he's going to certainly have a a really strong case despite not having any all-pros. I think he's got a very strong case. I think the challenge is the backlog at wide receiver. Of and course, I don't yeah. think that will preclude him from getting in, but you're seeing really, really, really dominant wide receivers from 15, 20 years ago 
who are not first, second, or third ballot Hall of Famers. Like, do you think about the? Is it? Are we waiting on Tory Holt still? No, he's in. He just went in. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Who else are we waiting for from that era? It's. I mean, there's. Steve Smith's not in, right? Nope. And I think Steve Andre, Smith from a Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. That's probably the big one to bring up. He's not in yet. I mean, right now, Evans is 11,437. Like, Mushin Muhammad, Derek Mason, and Brandon Marshall all have more than him. Here's what I think it comes down to. Mike Evans needs 2,000 more yards and 10 touchdowns for the rest of his career. He gets that. He's 91. If he gets 10 more touchdowns, he's top 10 all time, and he'll be top 20 in receiving yards with 2,000 more receiving yards and 10 more touchdowns. But he's not a first ballot. He won't be a first ballot guy. I love the consistency. And that, that, that's tough because even like Steve Smith is five-time Pro Bowl and two-time first team All-Pro. And he's got almost 15,000 yards and 81 touchdowns. Right. So wide receiver. His career is also over. Un, un, correct. So yeah. the book's not closed on Mike. But I think, as you said, like, He's got to continue to pour gasoline on the fire here and really get after it. Yeah. Viper says the Bears would be better off trading out of drafting a top quarterback and picking up picks and drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. in a tackle to help the next guy rather than put the next guy in the same crap situation as Fields. We do this every year, right? Are you ready to draft a quarterback or not? I feel like Chicago's in a better place to draft a quarterback now than what they were when they drafted Justin Fields offensively mm-hmm. from a personnel standpoint. The I challenge sort of is can... who are you going to, who are you going to trust to make that pick? And if it's the, the staff that's in place, now you got a short leash and that's putting them back in the exact same position that Justin Fields was in when somebody was drafting him to try to save their job. I think you can have your cake and eat it too if you're if you're the Bears. I think at number one you can draft Caleb Williams with whatever pick you wind up having. You can get a top offensive tackle, and then with your pick that you would get back for Justin Fields, you can and you have extra day two capital. You can get a good receiver. Like I think you can have your cake and eat it too. But I would want to reset at quarterback both the money um, and, and you know I'm not that Justin Fields is is old, older, but like just the opportunity, right? I want a fresh. I want a fresh guy in there. That's on a rookie deal, mm-hmm. and I'd want that to be Caleb Williams. So I, I still think you can you can you can kind of check all these boxes um and give yourself even more and, and reset the money at quarterback. I think that's the best plan for Chicago. Uh Tell says the Lions are more likely to get in a tiebreaker situation with the Packers for the NFC North than they are to become the number one seed. And a bonus take, which I love. Christmas with the Cranks is a top three Christmas movie, blends lighthearted comedy perfectly with what Christmas is supposed to mean to people. I think that's a slam dunk take. Big Christmas, Christmas with the Craig's Cranks. Sell, sell me on the Super give me the give me the Spark Notes version of the script, elevator pitch on Christmas with the Cranks. As somebody who Tim doesn't Allen, know who's in it, yeah, Tim Allen, uh, Christmas oh, movie. Oh, oh. He just, his his daughter goes um, to the Peace Corps, and uh, that's a little bit depressing to him and his wife. So they decide to cancel Christmas and go on a cruise instead. And they have deep roots in their community, and so like everyone's like obsessed that they cancel Christmas, they won't exchange gifts, all the things that they normally do. 
it's kind of about um, how they work through that. And then, you know, of course, where it gets to at the end with uh, how that is, it's super good, man. I'm telling you, I don't know if that really sold you on it or not, but it's, it's funny. It's lighthearted. And it, I, mean, I think it really captures the spirit of Christmas. Watch it with your wife, man. She'll, feel, she'll be, ha- she'll be happy. very, very, you just left it very open-ended. I'm not going to tell you what happens. Watch, just watch it with your wife. I promise you she'll be happy you did that. Okay. But the Lions more likely to, yeah, I would agree with this take, wouldn't you? I don't think they're getting either thing, but. Probably. I'm probably inclined to agree. I don't feel particularly strong, though, if I'm being honest. You think they're more likely to have the one seed tiebreaker situation than they are to in, in, in the, the Packers in the North? I, I don't feel particularly strong either way. Well, the, Okay. Detroit's right, got to look through some stuff. Right, but I think they're more likely to – they have more pressure from the Packers than they're going to be able to put pressure on the 49ers or Eagles. That's the spirit of what they're getting sure. at to, and I would agree sure. with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Sure. All right. We got some interesting things here. Michael, the playoff committee, made the right decision to leave FSU out of the playoffs. It sucks for FSU, but with Travis being out, the committee got the correct combination of best and deserving teams. I am omitting from all verbal confirmation because I do not want to upset anybody from diehard college football. Yeah, they can be upset with me. I'm happy that Florida State's not in it. And let's keep the Florida State (laughs) stuff rolling here. Uh, Greg, the best thing Johnny Wilson can do for his career is add weight and move to tight end before the draft. He would be a top tight end in the league, bottom receiver as far as production goes. I don't know about top tight end, but got a, yes, he got a little aggressive he, there. He needs to play tight end. Period. He needs to play tight end. Yeah, it seems like the right thing to do. And I've only loosely watched him, so I have a little something for you, Joe. Didn't tell oh, you God. I did this. I picked all the games. And that's the rest playoff, of the season. Off seeds. Oh, this is yeah. this is very unsurprising. All right, this is it. You want to um, give us your predictions for the rest of the season? Well, it's just what I picked right now. If if we'll play them all and see what happens, right? And I know that's yeah, you, you don't want to hear. Always got to, that. yeah. But no, I do want. I have that's, my, that's my. I'll do my AFC and NFC playoff seedings as things currently are picked. Wow, big doozy of a take here to close us. Yeah. Uh, the first seed in the NFC is the Philadelphia Eagles, who finished the season fifteen and two. The number two seed so is the San Francisco Forty Nine. Wait, wait. The Eagles are 15 and two. Yes. So you, ha- you have them winning out. Yes. Okay, good. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Uh, the number two seed is the 14 and three San Francisco 49ers. The three seed is the 12 and five Detroit Lions. The four seed is the eight and nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> so you have them winning that division. I think that's the hottest take so far. It is a three-way tie at eight and nine between the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Saints, but the Bucks would win courtesy of a five and one divisional record. Mm. Their reward for finishing eight and nine for the second consecutive season is once again hosting the Dallas Cowboys in the wildcard round of the playoffs. Dallas finishing twelve and five. The mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers. Where did I miss a game for the Packers? How is that possible? Uh, are the sixth seed at 11 and six. They finish a game behind the Detroit Lions. Yes, okay. North. 
think they they stay hot. And the seven seed is the nine and eight Minnesota Vikings. Nine and eight teams. Is there any nine wins teams just on the outside? Teams just on the outside looking in include the nine and eight LA Rams and the nine and eight Seattle Seahawks. Wow. The NFC North boxes out the NFC West. On the AFC side, three three North teams. Incredible. The one seed is the 12 and five Kansas City Chiefs. The two seed is the 12. Wait, you have them losing. You have them losing one more game to Buffalo. Okay. So the AFC continues to run through Kansas City. Unfortunately, yes. The two seed is the 12 and five Baltimore Ravens. The three seed is the 12 and five Miami Dolphins. The four seed is the 11 and six Jacksonville Jaguars, who are hosting the 10 and seven. Indianapolis Colts. Oh man, the Miami they Dolphins. Get three more, huh? Oh man, <laughs> the uh, Miami Dolphins is the three seed. Are hosting the six seed, the ten and seven Cleveland Browns, and the Baltimore Ravens are hosting the ten and seven Denver Broncos with the ten and seven Buffalo Bills and the ten and seven Houston Texans on the outside looking in. Man, you got them all to ten, huh? Interesting. It's we just how we just how we picked them. We'll play most of but I'll take the field, Kyle. I think I think your result will not be what actually any other combination. <laughs> I'm going with a different combination there. Yeah, yeah. I think you got a couple things wrong there. Yeah, the um chaos down the stretch is gonna be fun for the NFC South for the AFC playoff race. I guess for the the seven seed, I think in I think Green Bay's probably in Dallas or penciled in as as wildcard teams, assuming Dallas doesn't go on and beat Philadelphia this weekend. Um, but yeah, nine and eight, nine and eight, nine and eight, and then you have two NFC South teams at eight and nine as well. So like, who's got, got the five number one teams pick? The, the uh, Chicago Bears, courtesy of the Carolina Panthers. So what's the top five draft order? It is the Chicago Bears, courtesy of the Carolina Panthers. It is the Arizona Cardinals at three and fourteen. It is the New York Jets at four and thirteen. The New York Giants at four and thirteen. The New England Patriots at four and thirteen. Man, you know what's funny about the Jets? We have, we're not talking about them picking that high, but they should pick quarterback. They should. Right? What are they going to pick? Like Joe Alt instead? Oh man! Trade down and Run trade. <laughs> trade down and trade for Devontae Adams. <laughs> Bro, can't. Can't send a couple of those right. extra picks over for Bakhtiari while you're at it. <laughs> That's it. That's gonna do it for us. Do you, do you like? Do you want to give me your knee jerk conference round off of that, or or divisional round off of that? San Francisco at or hosting Minnesota. San Francisco. Detroit hosting Green Bay. Dallas, Dallas at Tampa Bay. Dallas. Okay, so you'd have uh, Dallas at San Francisco, and then you would have Green Bay at Philadelphia. Filling in I'm the blanks. Sure. I'm not totally. I'm not sure. I feel I, Detroit. They're going to lose again <laughs> to to Green Bay at home. I don't think so. I think Detroit wins. Uh, Baltimore hosting Denver. 
Baltimore. Miami hosting Cleveland. Miami. Jacksonville hosting Indianapolis. <laughs> Jacksonville, I guess. All right, so you'd have Kansas City hosting Jacksonville, and you'd have Baltimore hosting Miami in the divisional round. Who won the Baltimore-Miami game the first time? I gave it to Baltimore. Ooh. Flip a coin, man. Come on back, see us after week 14, 2023 NFL season. Uh, That's going to do it for us. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Uh, We're getting near the end, but all off-season long, we'll also have you covered just through a little bit of a different lens. So make sure you take the ride along with us all year long. We appreciate you guys checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day, and we are out of here. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.